Have you ever been to an outdoor fruit and veg market? You know the scene, rows and rows of stalls, white sheets laid out on the floor on tables, big baskets and sacks of brightly coloured apples, tomatoes, leafy greens, soil covered potatoes, traders chatting away, sun shining. Okay, so now picture that scene again, but this time, swap the mushrooms in the silver bowls, and in their place, picture big chunks of elephant's skin. Now those canvas bags of potatoes, instead of potatoes, it's a whole sack of pangolin scales. That bundle of asparagus, it's actually a bundle of porcupine quills. In the gaps between the sacks, there are deer antlers, some of them still attached to the skull. Tortoises in net bags, some still alive. And there are keyrings made of bone and ivory. The gallbladders of bears, the rump of a bloodied and unidentifiable mammal sticking out from a canvas sack. Next to it, stacks of spotted furs and a wrought iron cage with a huge rodent inside, gnawing away at bars. Take a closer look at one putrefied, sinewy item on the floor. Four huge claws and tufts of dirty orange and black fur. Can you recognise those stripes? It's a tiger. Or at least, a tiger's foot. Welcome to Southeast Asia's Wildlife Supermarket. In 2015, an investigator went undercover in this dangerous market. On her iPhone, she filmed what looked like an entire forest ecosystem, captured, killed, dismantled, and labeled with a price tag. If we don't stop the illegal wildlife trade, we could see the end of many iconic species. This is Grace Wa. She's the program manager for the illegal wildlife trade program at WWF Myanmar. Wildlife trade involves the trafficking of wildlife animal parts, much like illegal drugs and arms. And wildlife crime is a big business. It's usually run by dangerous international criminal syndicates, but could also involve local communities in terms of poaching. The estimates put the value into the hundreds of millions of dollars, right up there with illegal drugs and arms trades. And Myanmar could be a global hub for wildlife crime. So a quick geography lesson. If you look at a map and cast an eye over to Myanmar's remote northern corner, you'll see it shares a border with China, Lao PDR and Thailand. Where these borders meet is an area called the Golden Triangle. The Golden Triangle is a lawless region where illegal casinos operate and drugs, sex and wildlife are all traded openly. With the Golden Triangle, we have the perfect storm. We have Myanmar, which has amazing biodiversity, including endangered species like tigers and elephants, which fetch a high price on the legal wildlife market. And these species can be poached from within the country and then transported to markets at border towns in the Golden Triangle. There, they're sold, and because of a lack of border control and enforcement, they're transported to other consumer markets in neighboring countries like China, which has long been seen as the greatest consumer of illegal wildlife trade products. So for a tiger, that might mean being sold as a luxury item, for example, for its skin or for products like tiger bone wine. Tiger skins can cost tens of thousands of dollars, by the way. And tiger bone wine is pretty valuable too. It's sold as a health tonic and believed to boost a flagging libido. And the whole rest of the body might be dismantled and sold for use in traditional medicines. Hang on, tigers as medicine? For centuries, Many have believed that by ingesting a tiger, you could absorb its power, force, vigor, and strength. 
And many people still believe that tigers can be ground down into medicines to cure all kinds of ailments and diseases. Although there's no proven medicinal value in tiger-based medicines, bottles, pills and jars of tiger parts are still widely available on the black market. So the bones might be ground down into pills to treat things like arthritis, the whiskers are thought to be a cure for toothache, even a tiger's teeth, well, they used to treat asthma. Technically, tigers shouldn't be consumed at all. In fact, in 1993, China banned the use of tiger bone and removed it from the list of approved medicines. But manufacturers and sales never stopped. Elephants, tigers, pangolins, they all face extinction if this trade continues. We're facing a wildlife crime crisis. If we're going to stop illegal wildlife trade, wiping out Myanmar's remaining tigers, we need to do numerous things. We need to raise awareness to educate and halt consumer demand for tiger parts. We also need to strengthen laws and policies to protect the wildlife that we have left. We need to close down the markets. Ultimately, we need to put an end to the global wildlife crime crisis. For our planet's most iconic big cat, the world is a dangerous place. Poaching is just one of the many threats facing this endangered species. Tigers have now lost over 95% of their historical range. Development, agriculture, cities all now stand in place of where tigers once roamed. But in Myanmar, we do still have 46,000 square kilometers of potential tiger habitat. Conservationists have only surveyed less than 10% of that land and we already know that we have at least 22 tigers. There may be more hidden away in the darkest corners of this country's great wildernesses. If we can protect tigers from poaching and conserve their forest home, who knows? Maybe one day, Myanmar could become a safe haven for the hidden tigers of Southeast Asia.